The Damon Hayhow Podcast on DamonHayhow.com. Welcome to the Damon Hayhow Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about a question that I've received regarding injury ostensibly caused by heavy weights and a different perspective to take on the problem and therefore the solution that you might use to solve this problem. Alex writes, Damon, whenever I squat and start to lift anything serious for reps, for example, 180 kilos, most of the time I get an injury. I've tried narrow stance and wide stance and still get issues. Should I just stick to below 180 kilos and go for technique and reps? So thank you, Alex, for the question. And my short answer would be no, I do not believe you should limit your squats to below 180 kilos for the rest of time, which is really, when you think about it, what's being said here. I completely understand Alex's rationale and his his thinking. It's perfectly logical. He has no problem squatting 150, 160, 170 kilos. He has been for years. And that's actually what makes this such a fantastic example, even for novice lifters. Um, Alex has been training for more than 30 years. He's a big, strong bodybuilder. He can bench press around 180 kilos he deadlifts around 300 kilos and yet he's having this problem with his squat going to 180 kilos and beyond he can squat 160 170 kilos for multiple sets of multiple reps lots of reps he can squat 160 kilos for 15 plus repetitions and it's his lungs that will give out long before his legs do so we're not talking about somebody who is reaching the limit of their limit or lifting a weight that is just so ludicrously heavy for their skeletal structure and and their musculature that it's causing catastrophic injury. And this is another important point. We'll notice that Alex says here, whenever he squats 180 kilos and most of the time he gets an injury. So clearly Alex isn't saying that he lifted 180 kilos or he tried to lift 180 kilos once his knees exploded and all of his muscles pulled off of the bones. What he's saying is that he's tried to lift 180 kilos. He's he's done it successfully multiple times, but he keeps getting minor little pulls, niggles, puts the back out. He's in pain. It's bad. He doesn't want to keep on doing it. Absolutely not. Um, and, and he can't, but we're also not talking about the definition of what I would say a too heavy weight is. A too heavy weight, in my opinion, is a weight that either does not move or a weight that tears tissue off bones. And it's interesting to note that while the idea that the weight is the is the cause of the problem is very very common it's interesting to note that at the highest levels of performance on in in the case of squats in people doing three four hundred kilo squats i've never heard any of those people say that the weight caused the problem generally speaking the weight is always blamed for causing the problem and people who lift less than alex is lifting they that's normally blamed on people doing less than 100 kilo squats now i've i've personally witnessed a, a guy in a competition squatting 505 kilos raw enormous dude but still evidence of the fact that a human being is actually capable of lifting absolutely astronomical weights weights such that i mean Alex can't do a 505 kilo squat. I can't. Nobody else on the planet can do a 505 kilo squat. That's why it was a world record. But uh, the the point is that that human tissue is not so fragile um, that it it breaks off on weights around this sort of level. 
the the way that you hurt yourself on weights like the 180 kilos that Alex is hurting himself with is not because of the weight, but what you do with the weight. Now that might seem obvious, but it's an important distinction. The problem's not the weight. The problem's what you do with it. So yes, in a sense, you could say that Alex's problem is technique. But here's how I want you to look at this differently. Alex can squat 160 kilos for sets of 15 repetitions without injury. 160 kilos is not that much less than 180 kilos. And if he can do it 15 times, it's obviously not that taxing on him that the 180 kilos would be a um, a limit sort of weight that he could barely lift for one rep and technique breakdown would be almost inevitable. We're not talking something out of the range of possibility for a guy named Alex and also the 160 kilos is more than enough to injure him if he was going to get an injury on the basis of his fundamental form so the fundamental form Alex is using is perfectly adequate as evidenced by the fact that he can do he's been doing 20 30 years of 150 160 170 kilo squats and not getting injured doing them the problem's what happens on 180 and the problem is, is that the squat changes at 180. What Alex is doing with the 180 kilos is causing the problem. And it it follows, it's, it's logical that a person would say, okay, well, what he needs to do is he needs to work on his technique at less than 180 kilos so that when he goes to 180 kilos, he can do it properly. But no, you would be wrong because... Alex has been doing 160, 170. He's been doing weights almost as heavy as 180 kilos for decades. He's practiced his technique. He's doing reps of 15. There's nowhere further for Alex really to go. His technique is fine and his ability to do reps is absolutely fine. Something happens at 180 kilos and it is not being addressed by squatting less than 180 kilos. What Alex needs to do, in my opinion, is he needs to figure out exactly what's going on that's different with 180 kilos to what he's doing with 160 kilos. And the reason that I wanted to make a podcast about this is because this is the advice that I would be giving everyone. If your fundamental technique is weak, then obviously your fundamental basic technique needs to be worked on to the point that it is it is working, that it's not causing injury, that you can efficiently and effectively lift a weight to the limit of your ability and make progress on that exercise in the exact same technique consistently every time without uh, pains or niggles or um, growing uh, tension and problems. So that that's a given. But moving beyond that, you're likely to get to a point on a lot of exercises in the gym where you reach a threshold weight where things change. And this threshold is where most people's training progress stops dead. It's very, very common. And interestingly, the 180 kilo barrier on the squat is one of these extraordinarily common threshold weights where I've seen a lot of lifters get into, have, have the same issue as Alex is having. Now, uh, the important distinction that I want you to understand is that the, the problem is not the weight and the remedy is not reducing the weight because the problem only occurs with the weight. 
and therefore solving the problem, learning to lift the weight safely, efficiently, and effectively with the same technique you use with a lighter weight, that is the skill, that's the virtue, that's where wherein the secret lies. In any other sport that you might take part in, that's what you would be attempting to do. Every sport has, um, from beginning to a certain threshold point, easy progress and it almost doesn't matter what you do you can you can be a bit sloppy you can be a little bit off and you'll still make good rapid progress to a certain level of performance in every sport but then you reach a a threshold where it all changes and it's the people who break through that threshold who then go to the next level and beyond and most people just don't so in the case of this squat example and and I I don't really want to get into too much detail about this, but I want to illustrate the kind of remedy to the to the solution to show you that the the approach and the coaching that you need is very specific and very sophisticated. The problem that I commonly see with the squat when people reach around that 180 kilo mark is that the the push the drive from the legs that was the focus and requirement of lift of of lifting the the weight leading up to 180 kilos changes somewhere around that 180 kilos so when a novice lifter or an intermediate lifter is squatting 80 100 120 140 kilos the focus is on pushing through the legs and the transfer of power from the legs through the torso and into the bar takes care of itself it doesn't require any specific concentration for the most part at around the 180 kilo mark for a lot of lifters whose structures are maybe not ideally suited to the squat that focus changes and all of a sudden they need to focus on pushing the bar up with their back because the legs at this point are taking care of themselves and the the real difficulty is on getting the transfer of power through the torso and into the into the bar so the focus on pushing the weight up from the bottom with the back doesn't mean that the actual shape of the exercise the movement pattern itself changes it's purely a change in concentration that allows the technique the the shape of the movement to remain the same as it did before and I've taken um, a lot of lifters a, a great example is Nathan Wallace who's a multi-Australian record holding power lifter and uh, national bodybuilding natural bodybuilding champion world champion natural bodybuilder um, and when we very very early on when we first met and became friends um, he was stuck at around this 180 kilo mark and I, I gave him that same remedy I said just try focusing on pushing your back into the bar and, and worrying about the bar going back up rather than worrying about pushing with the legs because well Nathan has fantastic legs and at that point they're taking care of themselves and he did that and after being he'd been stuck at the 180 kilo mark for months and within a few weeks he was blasting past the 200 kilo barrier the the power and strength was there he just needed the ability to transfer it into the into the bar i didn't adjust his technique i didn't make him change his foot position or uh, his hip position or or break at the hips or or do anything different with his breathing or anything else it was purely a change in concentration that allowed that to move forward the point being again coming back to it that 
the weight wasn't causing the problem. In Nathan's case, it wasn't weakness. In in Alex's case, it's not the weight that's causing the injury. It's what's happening to the technique because of the weight. And the remedy must be applied to that weight, not to a lesser weight. So for the, using this example of pushing the back into the bar, making the bar go up, there's not a hell of a lot of point applying that 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 focus and concentration to 160 kilos because actually at that level it might ruin the the form and the technique that Alex is using. If he focuses on pushing his bar his back into the bar, he might straighten at the torso too early, and then push forward off of the toes and wind up with knee pain and problems because it's changed the shape of the technique. What needs to be done, uh, coming back to this again, is that the problem needs to be diagnosed and Alex needs to uh, maybe get a coach, uh, a really good coach of a very high level who squatted more than 180 kilos before to, to look at what he's doing. It might take a video where Alex studies himself with a profile video shot done nice down and low so he can compare what's happening with a 140, 160, 170, and then 180 kilos and and then figure out a solution to how to get through it. But the solution is going to require lifting the heavy weights. And yes, there is a risk, but not lifting the weight defeats the purpose of doing it in the first place. Having said all of that, there is one other approach to take, and that would simply be not to do the exercise at all, in this case, the squats. Now, I would never want to uh, condone or support anyone in becoming one of those people who says, I don't squat because your excuse here. But the fact remains that as I said very, very early on, Alex's goal is to develop his legs and more developed legs, more muscle on his legs will result in being able to lift more weight on the squat. And that is true whether he squats or not. Um, for myself, as an example, my best ever squat in powerlifting competition came when I hadn't done any squats for several months leading into the competition. And it wasn't for it wasn't by design or or injury or any other reason other than I happened to be doing really really well on my leg presses and rack deadlifts and I continued to focus on them and built them up to be the strongest that that they'd ever been and then there happened to be a comp so I walked in and did it and I happened to lift more than I'd ever lifted before. Um, the the point not being that that's the best way to train for a powerlifting comp. The point being that I was able to make progress at an advanced level, but not by doing the movement in question, but by becoming a superior athlete on movements that suited me better. And this approach, whilst it's uh, a st quite amazingly poo-pooed in the, in the weight training community, is exactly how every athlete in every sport who uses weight training to benefit their sport trains. They use weight training to become a stronger athlete and then they use the sport that they've taken part in to become better at that particular sport. In the case of our sport, in the case of lifting weights, 
with all with all due respect to to some of the the, the best athletes out there, the fact is, is that most of us learnt to squat by ourselves when we were about six months old. We didn't need to go to university or get some schmuck with a PhD in a white lab coat to teach us Latin terms about how to how to stand up from a crouch position. We just saw the adults doing it, and so one day we happened to st- stand up and we fell down, and then we stood up and. We were squatting from about that young. It's not that complicated. Uh, if you want to squat more weight, then you just need to get stronger in all of the bits that, that do the squatting movement, which is exactly what I did. So in Alex's case, his structure doesn't perfectly suit the squat, and it is an exercise where the performance level is not in line with the performance level of his bench press and his deadlift. One would expect that a guy with a, a 300-odd kilo deadlift would be squatting somewhere around about the the 240 to 260 kilo mark. If he was, if his structure really suited the squat very, very well, then he could be he could be squatting 300 kilos the same as his deadlift, or in some cases even more than that. Um, well, we're talking about without knee wraps because with bionic knee wraps you could fuck who knows squat 400 kilos but um, the the point being if the exercise just doesn't work for you and you're getting the injuries as well when you're really pushing the limit of it then strongly consider just don't do the exercise or don't do the exercise in textbook technique my bench press is another exercise I'd use as an example where um, my ridiculously long arms, which really, really help me deadlift, make me the world's worst bench presser, except I'm not the world's worst bench presser. I've actually competed as a professional in the bench press, and I've set Australian records in the bench press. Not great records, and I'm certainly not a winning professional bench presser. It's my worst exercise. But I was able to get there, and again, I got there not doing bench press. Bench press keeps causing me problems, if I practice bench press the way it needs to be done in competition. Um, I only started making progress on the bench press by bench pressing when I stopped touching my chest. When I started tucking my triceps into my lats and stopping where my shoulder joint doesn't want to go any further, then I was actually able to make progress in strength from bench pressing in that range of motion, which I was then able to take 10 kilos off of the bar, touch my chest and lift more than I was able to touch my chest um, with previously, but without any of the shoulder problems that I would have got had I trained touching my chest every single rep in between. Um, Again, the, the point being that training is about making progress and you need to figure out what is required for you, your structure, um, and and your style of lifting in order to make progress. Don't be afraid, afraid to break the rules. Don't be afraid to drop the exercises that don't work. Don't be afraid to modify the exercises so that they work for you. The only thing to be afraid of is limiting the amount of weight that you ever lift on an exercise because that just completely defeats the point of the training in the first place. So I hope that gives you a whole bunch of things to think about that are useful, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Sophistication. Intelligence. Nuance. Damon Hayhow never burdens an audience with such drudgery. So delight at this droll little bald man getting stroppy about everything. Only on DamonHayhow.com or anywhere that will have him.